Come on, let's give the Lord some praise for those that are joining us online as well as those that are in the house. We are certainly elated and delighted that the Lord has allowed for us to reach the last night of Thankful Thursday. We don't take for granted how God has allowed for us to come into this sacred space. And so as we prepare to worship our God in spirit and in truth, I want you to do me a favor. For those that are watching us online, on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, on Vimeo, as well as listening to us on the phone, welcome to St. Paul Online. We want to thank you for taking time out on this evening to join us in our worship experience. So if you're watching us on those platforms, particularly Facebook, as well as our church website, uh, if you would do us a favor, do us a favor, text this link of this service to your um, your personal network. We want to invite people to join us as far as tonight's worship experience is concerned. Um, and then if you would do me the other favor, and for all of those that are watching us online, would you put in the chat where you're watching us from? We want to take wonderful, wonderful uh, time to give you the shout out that we think you deserve. For those that are part of our Zoom congregation, I see you all and I just want to wave at you real quick. And as people continue to come and join us online, we thank God for that. We have a preacher in the house tonight. And we're going to go ahead and get started as far as tonight's service is concerned. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have come into this physical space for your time, energy, and effort to make it out here to worship tonight. We're going to let the Lord do what he's going to do. We're going to allow for our praise team to bless us with song. Reverend James Burney is going to come and he's going to give us our call to worship and lead us in this worship moment. And we're going to be thankful and grateful for all that God has done. So do me a favor if you are able. If you're able, if you're in the house, would you stand on your feet, put those blessed hands together, give the Lord the praise that he so richly and rightfully deserved, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Rev. Bernard, would you come and lead us in our worship experience? Come on, can we get the Lord a hand of praise in this place? Wherever you're watching us from, can you give the Lord a hand of praise? We've come to give God thanks this evening. We come to worship a risen Savior. We come to let the Lord know that we appreciate all he's done in our life all year long. This is a thankful Thursday service and we come to give thanks. We come to give God glory. We come to shout out to the Lord for he is worthy of our praise. Come on, let's celebrate God this evening. Right where you are, in your living room, in your office, in your kitchen, right where you are, we are to celebrate our risen Savior. Amen. Join in with our choir as we sing Lift Him Up.
So tell us where you're watching from. Those that are watching us on Zoom, online, uh, Facebook, uh, tell us where you're watching from. Put that in the chat so that we can know who's with us on this evening. Our scripture this evening is being is coming from Psalm, Psalm 18, beginning at verse 46. Psalm 18 and verse 46. And it reads, The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the people under me. He delivers me from my enemy. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Great deliverance he gives to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendant forevermore. The word of the Lord for the people of God. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Father, we thank you this evening. Father, when we look back over all you've done in our life just on this year, God, we can't help but to be thankful. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for how you have kept us in the midst of trying situations. Father, thank you, for Lord, for how you have watched over us, God, even when we didn't know trouble was coming our way. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, for being a provider. Thank you for being a comforter, God. Thank you, Lord, for how you have kept us, God, even when we didn't realize we were being kept. Oh, God, we say thank you today, God. Thank you on this evening, God, for allowing us to come into this place of worship. Thank you, Lord, for how you have, have kept those that are watching, God. God, continue to even be with them in our worship experience. Oh, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that your spirit will fall fresh on us, God. God, that your spirit, God, will work within us tonight, God. Oh, God, we invite you, God. We invoke you, God, to have your way, God, with us this evening, God. Shape us, mold us, God, to be who you called us to be, God. Oh, God, we're thankful, Lord, for what you will do on this place tonight. Oh, God, we just ask, God, that whatever is done and say on this place tonight, God, brings you glory. We thank you for these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. You may be seated.
Bible that there is no other name by which men and women can be saved except the name of Jesus. And I still believe that when his name is called, the devil gets afraid and demons tremble. That when his name is called, those who are sick can be made well. Those who are unsaved can get salvation. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Amen. And as a matter of fact, we ought to consider ourselves grateful to be able to call upon that name. God gives us the ability to call upon that name. Amen. Thank you to our 
praise ensemble for blessing us with a song. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Uh, this is the last installment of our Thankful Thursday. And for those that are in the house, as well as those that are watching us online, we want to welcome you to this worship experience. There are just a few things I want to share with you before we have our testimonial uh, on tonight. Um, first of all, uh, on yesterday, we had uh, the Moderna COVID vaccinations here at the church, and there may be some in the house tonight that were able to get that vaccine. The next round will be on Wednesday, December the 15th. Am I correct, uh, Karen? And they're able to get all three, right? So on Wednesday, uh, December the 15th, uh, we will be a COVID vaccination site, and you can get the first, second, or booster dose for Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson. So it'll be, uh, you can get any vaccine at that time. And the times are going to be from 10 to 5, uh, in the Ray of Hope. And, uh, more details will be shared on Sunday. So I want to encourage you, please, ma'am, please, sir. We're going to get back to any sense of normalcy. Uh, the vaccine will help us to do that. And we want to encourage you to become vaccinated. Here's something that I've been stressing for a long time. Because there's a vaccine now, you do not have to die from COVID. Let me say that again. You do not have to die from COVID. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to thank um, Minister Erica Minor for doing a wonderful job with Bible study today. We thank God for her gift. And that replay will be played on tomorrow at 7 o'clock. So you can join us on our various social media platforms. Also, on uh, Tuesday, we're going to have Kaya uh, at 7 o'clock on this Tuesday coming up. And we're going to be talking about grace and mercy. And I'm going to be uh, having a very in-depth conversation with Minister Jeffrey Stevenson and Sister Ashley Jones-Rosier. Uh, dealing with the question of the difference between grace and mercy. And I don't know about anybody else, but I have been the wonderful recipient of the Wonder Twins, Grace and Mercy. Amen. Amen. So we're going to really talk about what's the difference between that as far as that's concerned. And uh, as we move toward Thanksgiving, give God thanks for what? Grace and mercy. Uh, just also want to remind you that on this Saturday will be the... Um, Sunday school uh, pickup for our Sunday morning live students from 11 to 1 o'clock. And also on this Saturday, we will be doing our Thanksgiving giveaway for the Belmont neighborhood, uh, that connection that we have with them. And I want to thank Reverend James Burney uh, for spearheading that project for us as far as the preparation is concerned for that. So if you would uh, govern yourselves accordingly as far as these uh, announcements are concerned for those that are watching us online as well as in the house. Before we have our testimony, I just want to see, do we have any um, visiting uh, ministers that are here in the house with us tonight? If you're any ministers, would you just wave your hand? I want to see if we have any visiting ministers. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for taking time out. Do we have any other visitors that are in the house? If so, would you wave your hand and let us know you're in the house. God bless you. Thank you all so very much for taking time out to join us as far as this worship experience is concerned. At this time, we have a our last Thankful Thursday testimony uh, from Sister Beverly Powell. And uh, at this time, we ask that you will uh, pay attention to the screen. My name is Beverly Powell. 
Originally born in Baltimore, Maryland, and I moved to Greensboro in 91 and moved to Charlotte in 2010. Uh, former pastor Gregory Moss um, has been a friend for 20 years. And so I met him when he was uh, pastor uh, in Reedsville. And that's actually how I got to St. Paul. I followed him. And Pastor Moss actually introduced me to Pastor Scott. And I was in St. Louis for um, my first experience training as a flight attendant, and I didn't make the cut. But Pastor Moss, um, everywhere I traveled, he introduced me to someone so that I could have, um, you know, just somebody that I could reach out to if I needed something. And he gave me uh, Pastor Scott's number. I actually went to the church, visit, met. He took me to dinner. Uh, he and Pierre was just so gracious to me. And that's how I met them. And a year later, he is sitting, waiting to do his sermon as the elect. <laughs> and so I had no reason to leave then, none. <laughs> Yeah, I was not leaving now for sure because he came by way of Pastor Moss. I knew, I knew we were in for a real treat. This year, I am most thankful for my life that I have um, the opportunity to actually sit here and truly say, I am thankful for my life. Um, I had COVID and I almost died. And by the grace of God, I am literally sitting here by the grace of God. My personal testimony is the fact that um, I do have um, this second chance at life. Uh, God called me for a special assignment, and it's um, obvious that he was not ready for me. And so when I was in the hospital recovering, the doctors... Um, very bluntly said, Ms. Powell, you're dying. And I said, no, I'm not. I said, give me a moment. And God sent his angels. And so that fight that he gave me, I shared it with them. And I showed them that, yes, I'm going to survive. And I survived COVID and I take no part of each day God has given me from this recovery for granted. So I'm thankful that I have um, another opportunity to live and also to fulfill the assignment that he's given me. And I'm going to make it my business to make God proud. And she said, no, I got to go see my favorite patient. And that was me. And I said, wow. I said, I'm so honored. And she said, I don't know. She said, if you know, but your presence on this unit has turned it upside down. And I wish you could be a spokesperson for the people who are on the other side of the wall. Because the other side of the wall was ICU. And she told me I was on my way to the other side of that wall. But my heart was definitely, it was slowing down. And she said, you, she said, I, I just... We're doing all that we can, and there's nothing else can be done. And I asked her, I said, I need to pray. I said, because I don't believe I'm dying. I just don't believe that. So she would come and see me on her days off, 
I was in the hospital for almost two months. And she came to see me every day. <laughs> I had nerd my room got filled at one point. They had to get them out of there. The texts were in there. They said, I just need some encouragement. Can you can you pray for me? And you know, and they were like, We're sorry, you're here fighting for your life. And I said, No. I said, God got that covered. And so there were there were texts in there. On uh, one girl's day, she was two hours after she had she was supposed to have been off from work at four. She didn't leave my room until quarter to seven. And she said, I needed to talk to somebody. So that was all God. That wasn't, that wasn't me. That was God. So I had to stay. Maybe, you know, I, I don't wish COVID on anybody. But maybe the, the path that I was on was to connect to someone else. Because that's what we're here for. We're here for each other. So even though I was sick and fighting for my life, I was there for them. And I'm grateful for that. And I gave God all the glory for that. A year ago, I lost my son, my only child. And while I was recovering, my son graced me in a vision. And he came to me and he was dressed so nicely. And... He said, Mom, I got a plane to catch. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to walk you to your gate. We hugged, and I said, I miss you so much. And he said, Mom, I love you. And I said, I love you too, son. And so we were walking, we were laughing and walking to the gate, and we got separated. But before we got separated, I said, where's your ticket? Where's your boarding pass? He said, oh, the man has it. And I said, okay. I said, what man? He said, the man in charge has it. I said, okay, well then come on, let's get to your gate. I said, what time is your flight? He said, it's at 820. And I said, well, we got to hustle. So we were running, trying to get to the gate and we, we got separated. And when I finally caught up with him and got to the gate, I noticed he had gone ahead of me and he was boarding. And he waved and he said, bye, mama, I love you. And I said, no, 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 wait for me. I'm coming down with you. He said, no, mama, not yet. It's not your time. When I got the call that my son was in that accident, I was sitting at the Delta terminal. Delta colors are red, white, and blue. And my son was dressed in red, white, and blue. His accident was at 8.20. He told me his boarding pass was scheduled at 8.20 and that the man in charge had his boarding pass. And before he left, he said, no, mama, it's not your time yet. So I know this is a second chance. And I'm grateful. So I knew I wasn't dying. It wasn't my time yet. So I had to gain the strength to press forward. And that's why I'm here. And she was, she said very bluntly, you're dying. And I'm only going to give you 24 hours. And I said, that's all I need. That's all I need. Just let me talk to God. And I left it alone. So I'm living proof that God is real. And God does answer prayers. And with the help of my St. Paul family, I understand that they stood in 
that's dead for me. They prayed for me, and I'm grateful. Yeah, even when I didn't even know there was a list, <laughs> Pastor Scott would send me and shoot me a little text, and he was like, okay, you know, what's the report? And I'd give him the report, but um, when they told me I needed to put the phone away, the text and all of that, um, they said, we just, we need your full attention here. And everybody was like, we need to get a report. I think that was the most frightening thing was that to hear the words, you're dying and not being able to say goodbye. That is frightening. I was in a hospital that I knew nobody. I was in a city that I had never been in before and they took such good care of me. So that's, that's frightening. And I really truly know what it feels like for those 700,000 lives that were lost and probably a lot of them weren't able to say goodbye. That has frightened me. So I don't take anything that I have today. I don't take, I don't take that lightly. Well, <clears throat> since we're, you know, um, since my testimony is about COVID, I just want to share with everyone to um, don't take um, COVID lightly. Don't think that is a hoax. Um, science is a beautiful thing. And everything that we have, everything that we do is given to us by God. So I believe the vaccination works. I just received my booster today prior to filming. <laughs> and I, I am an advocate for getting vaccinated. So I strongly encourage everyone, get vaccinated. It is so important. And Pastor Scott tells us all the time, you do not have to die from COVID. You can live. And even if you do get COVID, I'm here to tell you, you can survive. And when you survive and you get well, get vaccinated. Because that's what I did. I got vaccinated. And I'm thankful. Thank you. What a testimony. What a testimony. What a testimony. Um, Sister Beverly Powell, we uh, thank God that, first of all, that God has spared her life. Um, this church family has lost at least, that I know of, 25 people who have died from complications of COVID. Um, 25. And out of that 25, um, many of those cases took place in the early part of this pandemic. The only reason that we're even opening back up this space is because there's a vaccine. Because trust me, if there were no vaccine, we would not be here tonight. We'll still be doing stuff virtual. So I wanna encourage you, do your own research, uh, but you will discover that what a lot of conspiracy theorists have been purporting is not the case. It is not the case. And so we want to encourage you, please, ma'am, please, sir, to get vaccinated. I'm going to ask that, that Reverend Bernie um, would, would come and um, give us a prayer. We're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas. 
we've had so much loss. And for some of us, the holidays aren't such pleasant times. Thanksgiving and Christmas 2021 is a whole lot different than it was last year. And yet, even with that, we have a lot to be thankful for. And so I'm going to ask the Reverend Bernie if he would come and lead us in a prayer of gratitude. I want us to particularly uh, lift up the family of uh, Sister Sadie tonight um, as they continue to deal with her illness and, of course, Sister Artie Clyburn as well. Uh, we want to definitely put them on uh, the forefront of our prayer burner right now. And so um, at this time, Reverend Bernie is going to take us to the throne of, of grace. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Father, you are so awesome. God, you're so awesome in all that you do in our lives. Father, when we look back just over this year, God, and we see all that, uh, that we've gone through, God, we can't help but to be thankful and grateful unto you, Lord. Realizing, God, it was you that sustained us in the midst of this pandemic. So, Father, we are so grateful, God. So, Lord, as we enter, approach your throne with a grateful heart, God, we are reminded, God, of those that have gone before us, God, those that suffered, God, those that even died through this pandemic. And, Father, we just pray, God, even as we approach this holiday season, Lord, remember the families, God. Remember the families of those that have lost loved ones this year, God, as they begin to go through this holiday season without them for the first time. Oh, Father, we pray, God, your spirit, God, would just minister to them, God. Touch them, God. Let them know, God, that you're still with them, God, that you're still carrying them, God, that there's no pain, there's no hurt, God, that they can't encounter, God. Lord, that you don't have a bomb, God, for healing, God. Yes. So, Lord, we pray, God, God, let, remind them, God, of what you've done already, God. Remind them, God, of how you kept them, God. Remind them, God, that you was there, God, even when nobody else was, God. Oh, God, we pray right now, God. We pray, God, that you would touch us, God. Help us, God, to look to you, God. In the midst of everything that we go through, God, help us, God, to be grateful, God, for where you brought us from, God. God, you know, God, there was trying times this year, God. But, Lord, you came through, God, in the nick of time, God. And for that, God, we said thank you, Lord. Thank you for how you kept us, God. Thank you for your healing power, God. Thank you for your confident spirit, God. Oh, God, we said thank you, Lord. Lord, we couldn't have made it without you, Lord. So, Father, we just ask, God, continue to be with us, God, as we go through this holiday season, God. Lord, we lost some special people all this year, God. We lost some special people, God, and they're not going to be with us, God. But, Lord, we know you will be there, God. Yes. You yes. will speak to our hearts, God. You will remind us, God, that you haven't left us, God. God, be with us, God. Touch us, God. Awaken us, God, to your glory, God. In the midst of our struggles, God, we bless you on tonight, God. We give you praise. We give you honor. 
We say thank you for who you are in our lives, God. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. We pray amen, amen, and amen. If you have a reason to give God thanks, can you give God praise right now? Oh, we could do a whole lot better than that. Can we give God praise right now? I know it's tough, but I have discovered that when you give God praise, you feel a whole lot better. I've discovered when you tell the Lord, thank you, you feel a whole lot better. Somebody going to get this in just a moment. When you're able to lift up holy hands and bask in the glory of God, you, you just feel a whole lot better. Your burdens are lifted. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody needs to know that this praise and prayer thing really works. It, it really works. It, it really works. It really works. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Reverend Bernie. Thank you so much for, for that powerful prayer. And, and, and as, we, as we move forward in this worship experience, um, I want to at this time to prepare our hearts and minds for the wonderful opportunity to be a blessing as far as uh, the work of, of, of God's ministry through the St. Paul Church is concerned. Um, giving is such a wonderful, tangential part of worship. Uh, uh, and I have discovered that when you move from giving from a point in a place of obedience to giving because of gratefulness and gratitude, um, something happens with your pocketbook. Uh, see, when you do it, you know, out of obedience, you, you, you give, but, but when you do it out of gratitude, your pocketbook become real, real light for a moment. Somebody going to catch that on the way home because you just missed your shout cue. Let me say it one more time. When you give from a place of obedience, you're obeying God, and that's wonderful. But when you give from a position of gratefulness and gratitude, your checkbook, your pocketbook becomes a little bit lighter for a moment. Somebody going to get this. Let me say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. Here it is. When you give from a place of obedience, nothing wrong with obeying God. Nothing wrong with giving God the tithe. But when you give from a place of gratitude, when you give the offering above the tithe, your pocketbook gets somewhat lighter for a season. Can I let that word season set for a moment? Because do y'all know what happens when you season your food? When you season your food, when you season your food, it tastes a lot better. But, but you don't cook it immediately after you season it. You let it set. You let it set. As we prepare to give tonight, there are three ways you can give. You can give physically. You can give um, through our website, ACS, or Church Life. You can give by sending your check of money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, 28205. You can give by bringing your check money order or cash to the church uh, during the week. Uh, just call the church office to make sure someone is here at 704-334-5309. Or you can give through the app called Givelify. 
Tonight, if you have a, fish, a special physical offering, we'll show you where to give in just a moment. But if you're able, if you would take your offering, however you're going to give it, and if you're able, place it in your right hand, lift it to the heaven. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come on this last night of Thankful Thursday, and we're coming and we're giving from a position of gratitude, gratefulness, not just out of obedience. We come giving God because you've been better to us than we deserve. And so, Lord, on this evening, if you would take our gifts, multiply it in a Godful way so that your work, your word, your worship can go forth through this place. And you get the glory, you get the honor, and you get the praise. It is in the name of Jesus Christ we pray and we count it done. Let every heart that truly believes say amen. Amen. If you have a physical offering, there's a basket on the row in front of you. If you would just place that offering in that basket. Amen. You don't even have to touch it. And our receiving team will come and receive that offering. We want to thank you for your giving. As far as that is concerned, I'm giving $100 I'm, uh, as far as my offering is concerned tonight. And anyone that would love to join me in that, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Uh, because I believe in the work that the Lord and God's people are doing here at St. Paul. It is preaching time. It is preaching time. It is preaching time. Amen. It is preaching time. And those that are watching us online as well as in the house, can you put your hands together? We have a preacher in the house tonight. It is it is my joy to to introduce her to the St. Paul church family and I would dare say Dr. Brown that on this thankful Thursday we are greatly appreciative that you are here you've taken time out of your busy schedule uh, there are a whole lot of folks that are watching you online as well and uh, we thank God for their presence and so just to give you a little background about this preacher I heard her oh gosh I want to say it was back in 2018 at IC3 conference in Houston, Texas, at, uh, that's sponsored by uh, Dr. Ralph Douglas West Ministries and the Church Without Walls in Houston, Texas. And she was one of the featured morning preachers. And I was just blown away at her presentation and her poise and her proclamation. Um, I was like, wow, we got to get her to St. Paul one day. And um, she was supposed to have been here last year and she got sick. And wasn't able to come. So I told her, I said, you got to make it up to me. You, you got to come. So we were able to work it out for her. And she is here tonight. She um, got saved at a very early age. And she was licensed to preach the gospel back in 2003. Uh, by the Cathedral International Church. Pastored by Bishop Donald Hilliard. Um, ordained uh, back in 2012. She is... Uh, one of the clearest uh, and most concise voices uh, of her generation. And I thank God for laying his hands on her. Um, went to school in Perth Amboy. Uh, she attended Virginia State University where she was a provost scholar. And I believe she played basketball there. Softball and tennis. Oh. Okay, basketball, softball, three sports. And what was the other one? Tennis. Gone, girl. Amen. Now, at my age, I wouldn't even dare try you. Meet me or Bernie. We, yeah, that day is gone for us. Um, 
The interesting thing is that she wanted to do education. She taught in Richmond, and the Lord called her back home for ministry, and she served uh, the Cathedral International Ministry for quite some time until she just got called to be the first female pastor of the Shiloh Baptist Church in Plainfield, New Jersey. And when you hear her preach, you'll understand why they, they called her. Um, she has done not only work as far as her church is concerned, because I believe that prior to her leaving Cathedral, you were serving as the executive minister. Uh, she served on the advisory board for the Women in Ministry Conference that is held by Dr. Cynthia Hale in Atlanta, Georgia. She recently became a co-mentor with... Um, Philip Porner and Charles Goodman, as far as doctoral scholars at United Theological Seminary. Uh, she has served on the Raritan Association of American Baptist Churches of New Jersey on the ordination committee and their past moderator. She holds a um, BS and a master from Virginia State University in Petersburg, MDiv and a master of arts degree from New Brunswick Theological Seminary in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And she earned a Doctor of Ministry degree from Palmer Theological Seminary in St. David's, Pennsylvania. And we are more than blessed to have her tonight as a preacher for our last thankful Thursday. So I'm here to tell you right now, um, those watching us online as well as in the house, buckle up. You're in for a wonderful treat. And um, I'm so glad that we were, were able to fit, she was able to fit us in her schedule. So I want you to do me this prayer, favor, pray for her, pray with her, that the Lord will use her in a mighty and a magnificent way and give us the word that God has for us through her. So put your hands together as our praise team come and lift us in prayer and pray for our preacher tonight.
Come on, how many of you, that's your testimony. I just need the spirit to touch me one more time. One more time. The spirit of the living God can do what no other power can do. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and almighty God, we thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your loving kindness, for another opportunity to gather in your presence and with one another. God, we thank you for this worship experience, for every song that has been sung, every prayer that has been prayed, for Lord God, those that are to our far right, to our far left, in front of us and behind us and the saints that have gathered in virtual space. And now, God, we come to this preaching moment and I ask that you would sanctify it, that you would make it your own, that you wouldn't allow any of these, your precious people, to suffer because of the humanity of this preacher. But God, would you stand up in me to the end that from this sacred desk to the door and wherever this broadcast may land, your people are edified, they are encouraged, they are empowered and excited to run on and do your bidding in ways that will turn this world upside down and not for any glory of our own but only for the glory of the one who was who is and always will be and his name is Jesus and it's in that matchless name that we pray and that all God's people say amen 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 type amen in those comments for those of you that are online and I want you to know St. Paul that I am elated to be with you this year and so glad that Dr. Scott let me make it up. Amen. So put your hands together for your pastor for his kindness. And it is absolutely an honor to stand in this space uh, and preach at the invitation of this giant of a preacher and pulpiteer and pastor and all of that. And so come on, St. Paul, put your hands together for your pastor. I also uh, give honor to your first lady and to all of the wonderful people of St. Paul. It is really, really an honor to be here. And when we were in the back, uh, a pastor said, uh, there's someone here. And it was the Dennis family, not just Nay, but, but even Pop Dennis is here. Can y'all just stand? Uh, these, these folks have known me probably all of my life. Um, and... Uh, they were members relocated, but they were members of Cathedral International, the historic Second Baptist Church. And uh, years ago when I was uh, traveling to preach, Naomi would get in the car and go with me to make sure I was okay because I would preach in some places. Uh, you know, I didn't always get invited to St. Paul, but I'd go some sketchy places. And so to, to help Bishop Hilliard, uh, Naomi would get in the car with me to make sure that I was good. It is so good to see you. It is so good to see you. Uh, if you have your Bibles, we're going to get right to it. Uh, we're going to go to Psalm 124, and I will read it there in its entirety. And the word of the Lord reads this way. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. And we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. No, life happens so fast. And it's not that time is going by any faster than it always has. There are 60 seconds in a minute, uh, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, and seven full days in a week. Yet life seems to be happening faster and faster and faster. I was with my ministry team this week and uh, preparing for 2022. And I just thought that I had a little more time. And when we looked at the calendar, I said, it's about four weeks before we cross over into 2022. Where in the world did 2021 go? Uh, Life is happening fast. Now, perhaps all of this could be due to culture's addiction to speed. We've got high speed internet. We watch our favorite television shows. And before Grey's Anatomy is over, they're giving us clips of the next show. They don't even run credits anymore. You look up and the next thing is already on the screen. You can watch the show before it even airs throughout the day on demand for speed and convenience. Have I mentioned that life happens so fast? I mean, in this culture, we are quickly pushed on to the next thing, even before we have finished the first thing. Women give birth to babies, and as almost as soon as the baby is cleaned off good, the hospital is putting you out. There are expedited college programs. You can get a four-year degree in 18 months fast. And even when the tragedies of life occur, we can't even grieve well or journey well because we've got to get back to work. We've got to get back to business, back in the flow of this fast-paced world because certainly if everything is moving at lightning speed, staying out too long will find us missing too much. I want to tell you just about every single day I get an alert from my Starbucks app suggesting that I should order and pay before I get there to avoid waiting in line and to make my experience what faster. But the app can't take my tall medicine ball with four pumps of honey and one pump of peppermint with half water, half steamed lemonade, quite like an actual barista can. I mean, life happens so fast. Everything happening at breakneck speed. But guess what, St. Paul? When you are moving too fast, you tend to miss a lot. When you're moving fast, you don't get an opportunity to really experience or appreciate many of the moments that life has to offer. You can't really settle in and inhale, exhale, process, and live in the moment without the next moment being forced upon you. So it's important that we commit to encounter cultural radicalism when it comes to our time. While the culture demands that we speed up, we've got to make uh, be intentional and make it a point to take uh, these moments to slow down. Now, I'm not saying be lazy or, or don't keep up with the things that we need to keep up with. But what I am saying is be countercultural in the sense that you take in a moment uh, to experience life because you only get one. And when you slow down and experience life, you have time for reflection. And when you take time for reflection, you will get a revelation. You'll get a revelation about what, Dr. Brown? Well, you'll get a revelation about how blessed you really are. Uh, What do I mean by blessed? I mean that if you just slow down and take some moments in retrospect, you get the revelation that God has been present and active more than you have recognized. I know life may not be perfect. And yes, you've had some hard hits and tough trials to navigate through. Uh, But if you 
would just pause for a few moments in retrospect, you will find that through the storms and the rain, uh, the heartache and the pain in the high moments and the victories you won, the tragedies that were blocked, the good folks who left you and the fools who stayed, God was there all along. And not only was God there, but God was there pushing and protecting and saving and directing the traffic in your life. But when we are always moving too fast, it's easy to miss the activity of God. In our passage today, uh, David takes just that. He takes a moment in retrospect and when he does, he gets the revelation. He contemplates the not so distant past, uh, looks back over some events in his life and along the journey of Israel. And when he does, the first thing that he comes to realize is this, if it had not been the Lord who is on our side there's something about pausing for retrospect that will reveal to you the things that moving fast blinded you of and so David the king and the psalmist the man after God's own heart takes Israel down memory lane to say not just for me but for all of us if it had not been for the Lord not just on my side but if it had not been for the Lord on our side he goes on to say that when men rose up against us they would have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled against us see David knew this oh so well he knew what it was uh, for someone to rise up against him and turn their wrath toward him Saul's anger was kindled against him his own son Absalom's anger was kindled against him many a king of an opposing nation and even his wife Michael and so many more and the reality is this that every one of those enemies and frenemies too had the power and the ability to destroy David and to destroy Israel but get this St. Paul are you ready for it they didn't Uh, why why they didn't they didn't somebody shout that say they didn't Uh, they didn't and in David's retrospection he realizes that it was has everything to do with the fact that the Lord was on his side and the same thing goes for us that's why that's shouting ground because the same thing goes for us and I wonder is there anybody in here or anybody out there who has had some enemies come in like a flood some folks in your circle and outside your circle who had the tools to destroy you but they didn't and in retrospect you got the revelation it was not because they couldn't because they could but it was simply because the Lord was on your side and I'm not saying that the Lord was against them I'm just saying that the Lord was with you let me say that again because sometimes we think that the reason we didn't get destroyed is because God was against our enemies but it wasn't that the Lord was against them it's because was with you you didn't recognize it then but now in retrospect you get the revelation that they would have swallowed you up and left nothing behind and listen it's not just Naomi the issues that other people present but if we would be honest here we could talk about how life itself carries uh, the potential for some natural disasters there are some things that happen in this life that are not avoidable escapable or explainable Uh, we can be going along and boom there's a diagnosis uh, going on about your business and suddenly there is a natural disaster and sudden and thousands lose their homes a uh, uh, natural disasters going along just fine and a pandemic hits and hundreds of thousands 
listen, the police stay afraid of black bodies. And the truth is your confession of who God is, our positive salvation status does not exempt us from life's natural disasters. And so David says the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul and the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. St. Paul, I want you to understand that there are subtle issues, (laughs) subtle things that we deal with that have the potential to take us out. Uh, those subtle issues, those streams, the little things, but, and it's not how big they are, but it's their consistent flow that has worn us down. That they were subtle, but they did a job. They were subtle, but they did a job. And then, uh, there's not the not so subtle, but severe and raging issues that present themselves along our life's journey. There, there's some things either way, whether they were subtle or not so subtle, uh, they made some progress when it came to our destruction. Do I have a witness in the room? Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. These swollen waters, uh, proud waters, the stuff that happened and it impacted you abruptly in a negative way. It's the stuff that occurred and you felt it and you cried and you hurt and you were angry and it made some progress at eating away at the fabric of your life and maybe even your faith in God. In fact, you came in here tonight with some wounds, some scars from those raging waters. But in retrospect, uh, taking a moment to look back over the past events of life, although those things made some progress, although you have some scars, although you have suffered some broken faith and shed some tears, uh, you are still here. It made some progress, but the shouting ground tonight is that it could not finish the job and when you do like David and look back you get a revelation in retrospect and that revelation is that if it had not been for the Lord on your side that you survived because the Lord was on your side that you strive today because the Lord was on your side you're here on a thankful Thursday because the Lord was on your side I have not lost my mind because the Lord was on my side and in retrospect it's not because of anything that I could have done for myself because I was too far gone so I know that the only reason (laughs) the only reason I survived the hell I've been through is because one stronger and more powerful uh, the master of the times and the seasons was on my side is there anybody in worship tonight uh, in person or online See, there's something 
talking about the revelation that comes out of retrospect that will leave you with nothing else to do but bless God. <laughs> see, 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 uh, when you slow down. And when you look back over your life and finally see the activity of God and discern that uh, you've made some progress that you overlook, your, your own personal progress that you overlooked, all you can do is bless him. Uh, where are my God? I don't know how you did it, God. I don't know why you did it. Where, where are my God? I don't know how you did it, people. My God, I don't know why you did it. I'm just glad that you did. Now that some stuff that I wish you would have intervened sooner or never let me experience at all but in retrospect I got a revelation that even the things I didn't appreciate God I bless you and I thank you because I was made stronger by my struggle in retrospect David was prompted to bless the Lord because the Lord pled his case the Lord was his helper the Lord is the cause and the of his deliverance and so David says you didn't give us as prey to the teeth our soul has been escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers and the snare is broken and we have escaped our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth Uh, see in retrospect David's response to all that he knows God did was to bless him and tonight I came all the way to Charlotte North Carolina from a little town a little city called Perth Amboy New Jersey to encourage you St. Paul to slow down and catch the revelation out of retrospect I'm not coming here tonight to declare that tomorrow will be wonderful i'm not declaring that you're getting ready to walk into a new season israel told you that already Uh, but what i am saying is that we all have some blessing god that's still on backlog there are some things that god has already done but we've been going life uh, through life so fast at such hurried speeds uh, that we have not adequately thanked him for what he has already done tonight can you thank him because he's delivered you can you thank him because what came to take you out did not take you out can you thank him for 
because when I look around, I'm here with the opportunity to thank him that through many dangers, toils, and snares, I've made it to church on a Thursday night. And tonight, instead of wondering about where, I'll give him praise that I'm here. Come on, put your hands together and give him some praise tonight. Come on, put those hands together. Put those hands together. Put those hands. My God. Were you all not blessed by the preaching of Dr. Danielle L. Brown? I got to say all of her name, Dr. Danielle L. Brown. My God, my God, what a preacher. What a preacher. I want to listen. You, you can't, you can't claim Psalm 124 if you don't have the God of Psalm 124. Let me say it to the side. You can't claim Psalm 124 if you don't have the God of Psalm 124. For those that are in the house, for those that are watching us online, we have heard the word of God proclaimed with powerful simplicity with great insight and passion. Um, uh, and, and tonight, if you want a God who will fight your enemies, if you want a God who will keep you even when you don't want to be kept, uh, I, I want to introduce you to that God. Uh, Dr. Brown shared that that God sent Jesus Christ to die for our sins. On a hill called Calvary. And that God raised him from the dead three days later. The very essence of the gospel is is that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. That God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. You shall be saved. I want to introduce you tonight to that Christ who can save you. And connect you in an intimate way to the God of the cosmos. Through the presence of his spirit. And so if you would do me this favor. If you would just bow your heads for a word of prayer. I'm, I'm going to pray for you at this time. And then I want you to make a decision. And if you're in the house or watching us online. We're going to give you some steps to make a decision. If you would just bow your heads. God for those that heard this word tonight. Let it capture them. If they don't know who Jesus Christ is. And the pardon of their sin. God if they would confess that word tonight. With the acknowledgement they need you in their lives. That if they believe that you sent Jesus to die for their sins. uh, Let them connect their words with their work. Their words with a walk. Their confession with a deed. And make it known right now. That they want you. And then God empower us here at St. Paul to show them. How to live that out in a very meaningful way. It is in the name of your son Jesus Christ we pray. And in his name we claim it done. Amen. Listen if you prayed that prayer with me. If you heard that prayer and that prayer is meant for you. I want you to do me this favor. If you're watching us on Facebook or on our church website. And you prayed with me that prayer. 
and that prayer captured you and you want Jesus Christ in your life, uh, you can become a candidate for baptism even right now. If you would in the chat, type in salvation if you want to be saved on Facebook and on our website when our digital ministers will reach out to you. If you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on the phone, just email us at connect at spbcnc.org or call us at 704-334-5309. Someone by 5 o'clock tomorrow will reach out to you and let you know what the next steps are if you leave your name, your phone number, and even an email address. Somebody will contact you, let you know what the next steps are if you want to be saved and if you want to be a candidate for baptism they will explain all of that to you if you're in the house right now i don't take for granted that everybody that is here that has that relationship with god so if you're in the house right now and you want a relationship with god and become a candidate for baptism you would just hold up your hand just hold up your hand if you're in the house hold up your hand if you're in the house hold up your hand if you're in the house amen if you're listening to us and you're saying, listen, Pastor, I'm already saved. I know who Jesus Christ is, but I don't have a church home. Just, you know, bumping around from place to place, bouncing around from place to place. I don't have a church home. I would love to be your pastor. And these men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. And we would invite you to join us, to join us, to join us as a candidate for Christian experience. If you're on Facebook or on our church website, just type in connect. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you or email us at connect to sbbcnc.org or call us at 704-334-5309 if you're watching us on YouTube or on telephone and leave your name and your number. Someone will reach out to you by 5 o'clock tomorrow to let you know next steps if you want to join us here at St. Paul and become part of the tribe here at St. Paul. If you're in the house right now, if you're in the house right now and you want to unite with us, we would love to have you to join us. And if that's you, would you just hold up your hand tonight? I don't want to take for granted that everybody that's in here, would you hold up your hand right now? Hold up your hand, hold up your hand, hold up your hand. Amen, amen. I was reminded that there's one more invitation I want to do if you are watching us online or if you're in the house and you're just in the space temporarily uh, and you want to unite with us what we call watch care you're more than welcome to do that just type in connect and just say that you want to watch us through watch care through those various mediums that we just shared with you we would love for you to we would love to be your temporary church home while you are away from your physical church home as far as place and space is concerned amen Amen, 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 amen. Will there be one? Will there be one? Will there be one? Amen, amen. Listen, we have heard a profound word tonight. We've heard a profound word tonight. Thank you. How many of y'all were blessed by that word tonight? How many of y'all were blessed by that word? If you're watching us online, if you're in the house, I, I, I am the type of person... Um, I do things a little bit differently. I believe in sowing uh, when it comes to the word of God. I believe that, that I want us to be a blessing uh, as far as this moment is concerned. And so here's what I want, want, want you to do. If you're in the house tonight or if you're watching us online, you have an opportunity to sow. Now, here's the thing about sowing. The thing about sowing is, is sowing a seed. You sow much, you reap much. You sow little, you reap little. Now, somebody may not believe in that, and that's okay. That's you. But here's what I've discovered about sowing and reaping. You don't reap 
the same day or the same time you sow. Some, some time pass. Uh, some, some time pass. But, but, but I guarantee it's like what the old folks used to say. You're sending up timber to build your mansion in the sky. Here is what I want to help you to understand. That, that, that at this time, I sow um, because I was blessed by that word. And, and if you were blessed by that word right now, uh, if you were blessed by that word, if you're watching us online, you can go to our Giveify app on, on our church website and put it under offering. Put it under offering. And if you see sacrificial offering, you can put it under sacrificial offering and you can give at that time. I'm going to sow uh, at this time. And if there's anyone that has anything that you would like to give, um, how you want them to just bring it down. Okay, just bring it on down. Keep your mask on. Just bring it on down. Just, just, just come on right now. Just go ahead. Come on. Come to the side for this one. Go to the side for that one. Um, y'all taking all my money. Amen. Amen. The Lord is more than kind and gracious. I give out of thanksgiving and out of gratitude. And so, um, if you don't feel like walking, they'll come get it. Amen. If you're watching us online, if you would go to our church website. Or either um, go to Givelify and you can give as far as that is concerned. Thank you all so, so very much, so very much. We're getting ready to get out of here. We're getting ready to get out of here. But before we do that, uh, I just want to take this wonderful opportunity. Can you all help me to celebrate our music ministry? Thank you, Scott. Thank you to our praise team. Thank you to our musicians. Oscar and George, thank you so much for your gift. Uh, you all have been incredible each and every week doing Thankful Thursday. Thank you so very much. Can you all help me to celebrate our ushers? Amen. They have been on post every Thursday. And I am so, so appreciative of your hard work and your diligence and your professionalism. Thank you all so very much. Can we celebrate our parking team ministry? Let's give God praise for them. Amen. Amen. For making sure that your cars are safe and, and you're parking safe. Let's give God praise for our media ministry. Thank you all so very much. Thank you all so very much. Thank you all so very, very much. We appreciate you. And I want to thank each and every one of you who've made it out here for uh, our Thankful Thursdays. And so I want to celebrate you. Give yourselves a round of applause. Amen. 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 I thank our staff for their hard and diligent work for getting things together. And um, uh, I want us to thank God for this preacher. Can we give God praise for Reverend Dr. Danielle Brown? Oh, we could do a whole lot better than that. Let's give God praise for her. Amen. Now let's give God praise for God. Let's give God praise for God. Let's give God praise for God. Stand on your feet if you're able. Stand on your feet if you're able. We're getting ready to get out of here. Dr. Brown, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, we'll, we're going to talk. I would love for you to come back on a Sunday morning. We have more folks than this. I would love for you to come back on the Sunday morning. I'm appreciative of the folks that have come out. Um, but I would love for you to come back on a Sunday morning. So we'll, we'll work that out uh, for you to come and bless the folks at St. Paul. Those that are watching us online, thank you all so much. Y'all have been incredible. It's great to see you. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. God, we thank you for an incredible, incredible, thankful Thursday 2021. Thank you for our preacher tonight, how you have blessed her in an incredible way.
And now, God, as we prepare to leave from this place, but never from your presence, first of all, would you refresh her and renew her? Give her traveling grace uh, as she makes her way back to New Jersey. God, we pray that the word that has been preached tonight will saturate our spirit and give us the strength to press on just a little while longer. And then, God, if you would, in your own incredible way, continue to allow for the witness and the work of the St. Paul Church to go out in your name so that people will glorify you and give you the honor you so richly deserve. Dismiss us from this place but never from your presence. And now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy to the wise God to be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forevermore. And God's people said, amen, amen. God bless you all. If you would follow the directions of the ushers on your way out, I do believe that um, uh, Reverend Brown would like to meet the folks that she called out. So if... Um, um, let me see. Eric, if you could, don't worry about me. Go get, go get the folks that would like to see her real quick. Go see Gwen and get her situated. God bless you all. Thank you all. Be safe out there.